Tom Moto Show, broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. Now, presenting your hosts and two guys who should know better, Paul Lindsay and Steve Mathis. Welcome to the MotoWorldRacing.com Moto Show. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, is my co-host, Paul Lindsay. What's up, Paul? Uh, just trying to get this stuff figured out here again. Here and we go. Uh, yeah. and my other guy is uh, none other than Kenny Watson with a surprise appearance this week, a Hart and Huntington team manager. Watson, what's up? Thanks, buddy. Just in the neighborhood, swing by, and I get to get on the show. We, we, we tried to lock the door, but he, yeah. he came in the back way. Yeah, exactly. He broke a window and came I in. through the doggy door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a race we had in, uh, in Indianapolis this past weekend, the first weekend of the East Coast opener. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Our guest tonight is Nick Way. Right off the top of the show, though, let's thank our sponsors, MotorWorld.com. Definitely MotorWorldRacing.com. They are the reason we're doing this. Um, later on, you can listen to the sh- commercial we have. Punch in a code, get 10% off your offer. So check them out at MotorWorldRacing.com. Also, what we have is uh, X-Brand Goggles. X- VXBrand.com. X-Brand Goggles are a result of 25 years of goggle technology. And also Rockwell Watches. Rockwell Watches. Look who's rocking Rockwell, rockwelltime.com, big sponsor of ours, big trivia sponsor segment, and as well, Motocross to Nations, Lakewood, Colorado, uh, September 26th. 26th, Lindsay knows that. It's his hometown. The world is coming to Colorado, so thank them for uh, for stepping up and sponsoring the show. And, uh, and of course, Hart Huntington is a proud sponsor of letting us have Kenny Watson here. That's right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Right off the hop, though, before we get started into too, talking too deep about Indy, it's our uh, our favorite time for uh, for you guys, which is the uh, trivia segment. Um, Paul. Yeah, well, uh, before we actually get to that, let's go to uh, back to MotorWorldRacing.com. Don't forget to enter that, that promo code MOTOSHOW, and you'll get an extra special discount if you go to MotorWorldRacing.com. And uh, we want to announce the winner of the uh, Marty Smith jersey, which those of you old school uh, – Almost calling vintage, I guess, at this point. Marty's pretty old, but uh, uh, those of you who are pretty excited about that, I know everybody's been anxious to hear who the winner's going to be, and uh, they have drawn a winner for the Marty Smith Thor jersey, and it is Gordy Beck from St. Paul, Minnesota. Gordy Beck, if you're listening. Nice. Yeah, hey, you Gordy. Right there. on, Gordy. Gordy Howe. Gordy, yeah, we're hockey guys here. Marty Smith's signature jersey. That's right. Yeah. Autographed Marty Smith nice. Thor jersey. Thank you to everybody over at MotorWorldRacing.com for donating that uh, Marty Smith jersey. Thank you to Marty, of course, longtime supporter of MotorWorldRacing.com, MotorWorld of El Cajon. Marty has been riding for those guys for a long, long time. Those guys have a lot of great athletes over there. I mean, they've had a lot of guys come through the door, and obviously we had the race team which was a whole separate deal, but those guys know what's going on Frank over there. Frank Schnell winning two that's, supercrosses that's right, with that's right. With, 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 with Brian Junkie running the pit board at that, the, one of the owners. I don't know what Boggy was doing at that point, but uh, probably sitting in the stands drinking a beer with Dobie or something. But anyhow, yeah, thanks again to everybody for participating in the MotorWorldRacing.com Marty Smith Thor autograph jersey giveaway. Gordy Beck, congratulations. Uh, somebody from MotorWorldRacing.com will be contacting you. Also want to say, uh, as, as Steve mentioned, uh, Rockwell Watches supporting our trivia contest this week. And don't forget to go to SBKUSA, as in Superbike USA, SBKUSA.com, and enter the code Rockwell, and you can win a Yamaha R6 uh, in conjunction with Miller Motorsports Park. The Superbikers coming there. So, all right, here we go. Uh, this last week we yeah, had you've uh, you've dumbed <coughs> this down too, right? What's that? You've dumbed this down a little. I, bit. I tried because, and, and folks, bear with us because 
I know a lot of people are listening like rolling their eyes. These questions are way too easy for a lot of core enthusiasts, but we're trying to broaden it up. And and uh, I, I don't know if Kenny can get these or not, but we'll see. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. We're trying to we're trying to broaden out and uh, make it fair for everybody. Some you know some people are complaining they're too easy. Some people are complaining they're too hard. When we make them what I think is easy, we only get five correct answers last week. So uh, last week's uh, question was uh, the 250 East Coast Lights is a uh, breeding ground. It seems like for foreign champions and there's been a bunch of them a plethora of foreign champions on the east coast and we just asked you to name two of them and uh a lot of the names coming in it was pretty easy i mean there's roncata there's reed there's townley there's porcel there's fonseca there's langston so the history of the east coast uh riddled with foreign champions so uh i'll be emailing the winners this week and thanks for everybody who participated in that one didn't get quite as many as i thought i would get it was pretty easy i thought you could get a couple of those off the top of your head we only asked for two uh, but this week's question, hopefully even yet a little bit easier, but maybe not. Uh, Ryan Dungey, despite not winning the last few weeks, still is in a tie for the points lead. Two weeks in a row he's in a tie here. Now he's in a tie with Villapoto. If Dungey goes on to win in his rookie season, he will become only the second rookie to win oh. in his rookie season. You so, know this one, Watson? Yeah. Don't he, give it away. He, 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 he threw it up. All right. So uh, yeah. uh, Kenny was all over this one. It should be pretty Watson. easy. <laughs> Watson, you cannot win. You're yeah, not exactly. Eligible. Exactly. Dude, I'd be pumped to have a Marty Smith jersey. Dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, this isn't for Marty Smith, though. This is for Rockwell Watch. So yeah. uh, we're, gonna, no, we're trying to give some watches away. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> so name, name the last rider, the only rider, in fact, to win in his rookie season season in the supercross class i'll give and, you a hint give it's me not the year. swank yeah <laughs> and, and give me the year all right we'll make it a little bit harder the last rider to win and is the only rider to win his rookie season and uh what year was it so there you go uh send your answers don't send them to steve now send them we've got a new uh email for those of you who has, haven't been listening in the past couple weeks moto show trivia at hotmail.com that's moto show trivia at hotmail.com send in your answers the last only rider to win the supercross class in his rookie season and uh, a couple of people already calling it out on the message board, as Kenny just pointed out to me. Um, but, yeah, yeah, let's get well, – uh, And you're yeah, not right on the message board. Yeah. It's not that guy. And, and give me the year, all right? We'll make it a little bit harder. The last rider to win and is yeah. the only rider to win is rookie season. A little feedback going on. Yeah, here. a little, little uh, sideways feedback. Hey, so, basically, we got the trivia question out of the way. And uh, thanks to Rockwell Time, man. I know uh, I got a guy who got one of the certificates. He was pumped. Dude, so, uh, he, Manny, he, he I know Manny Cordova won our first week's watch, and he was pumped on it. We sent him the watch. And, uh, yeah, I mean, big props out to Rich Eggett. That guy's one of the hardest-working guys in the industry, and Rockwell, big supporter of the show here. And, uh, yeah, thanks for that trivia segment. But, yeah, let's get to Indy. It continues to deliver week in yeah. and week out a great race every week. It was a good Not race. Not to mention the East Coast Lights opener, so that was spectacular too. Uh, I thought it was good. Dungy didn't win. He needed the win. But you did the net real close and, and rode a great race to get Despite second. the controversy in practice with, uh, yeah. with Lawrence. So yeah. What do you make of that, Watson? What do you, what's your take on that? You, Dude, I, I, this is what I think, and this is what I know. Okay. I mean, knowing both those guys, I know Dungey, and I know, I know Hill, and I know Lawrence. And I think that though, I think Lawrence is just trying to get it in his head. Yeah, but I think, why? Why? He's not even in the championship. He's Jason Lawrence. What yeah. more do you want to That's say? That's what sure he does? Enough. Yeah. Josh Hill's his best friend. And for those of you who saw, yeah, for those of you who saw that little video on YouTube that said, who's the real villain here, that doesn't tell the whole story. Jason was clearly trying to get in Ryan's way out there. See, I well, you know what? You know what? Get, I'm yeah. going to argue with you, though, because yeah. I was in the tower. I don't know where you are, but I was on the floor in the tower. 
they were going through the whoop section. They had they had barrier, they had tough blocks in the whoops. There was one line through the whoops. Yeah. Dungey was on a heater. He came up behind Jason. Jason was cruising. How, how many laps did you watch him do it though? It wasn't just that one lap. It it was it was four laps that Dungey tried four consecutive times that Dungey tried to lay down a hey. time. Jason was in front of him. Hey, it is what it is. I'm all just right, telling well. you what I see. You know, you're not right all the time, Paul. <laughs> I would say 95% of the time you might be correct, but this time you're wrong. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I beg to differ. I, I and I'm not just throwing Jason under the bus. I defended Jason last time on a couple things. Yeah. This time I think he was wrong. I think it was quite I'm deliberate. Not, I'm not taking I, anybody's side. But no, 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 no neither am I. I'm just saying it was quite obvious to those of us who were watching, and yes, I was there. Stan, thank you. <laughs> I was there this week. Uh and I watched the same thing, and I begged to differ. Jason was uh, deliberately trying to get in his way. And, hey, more power to him, like you said, trying to help out his buddy Josh. But anybody that thinks that – I mean, more power to Ryan Dungey for manning up and saying he lost his cool and he shouldn't have done it and he'll just have to learn better you know, or know better well, next time. A lot, of, a lot of what went down, a lot of people don't know. He just didn't lose his cool. His dad lost his cool. And with that, I'll come in here. This is Steve Mathis. We had a little bit of technical problems, so we missed out on the last little bit of that argument that Watson and Lindsay were having, which is too bad because I thought they were going to throw down right here in the studio. Other than that, uh, I pick it up a short time while later uh, talking about the uh, 450 class. So sorry for the technical snafu once again. Uh, trust me, it's nothing that we're doing on our end, and we're working hard to get it better. Thank you for listening to the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Pre drawn conclusion who's going to win this title there there's three guys that are clearly up there Wyndham and Davey Millsaps are, are fourth and fifth and how about Justin Brayton quietly gets the best race of his uh and everybody career for, everybody forgets about it yeah fourth place <laughs> and in the last five weeks I just want to point out he's sitting in sixth place in points only one point behind Kevin Wyndham nine points behind Davey Millsaps he's quietly gone six six five six four Justin Brayton on the Toyota Joe Gibbs racing Yamaha very solid ride I think I called this. Thank you very much. Justin's heading for the podium. That fourth is not the best you've seen of him. I'll just say it now. So, well, anyhow. If we, we keep getting guys hurt, he's definitely headed for the podium. Well, that's but, true. But, that's uh, true. yeah, no, good ride for him. Good ride for JB. No doubt about it. Definitely. Uh, good ride for our guest, too, uh, coming up on the show, Nick Way. Yeah. Uh, I was more impressed with his ride this week than I was in uh, San, San Diego. Diego. Whole shot, shot and fade. Leg. Yep, yep. Yeah, he, uh, he was strong this week and, uh, and good for Langston, too. Nathan Langston. points. Yep, Langston absolutely. rode well, too. And, uh, I mean, GL needed it for sure. You know? Definitely, definitely. He's been kind of hot and cold, but he definitely looked solid. Looked, uh, looked very good in practice. Had the rhythm sections figured out. And uh, that slick track, I think, suited him too. And what is so important that you guys are both texting again? Well, actually, my, the, the, right the, the number one rule of live radio, Paul, is just go with the show and go along with it. And, and, <laughs> I, I'm and, going. And, I can only go for so long so, by uh, myself. <laughs> but anyways, uh, uh, what? what yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that I'll just keep going. I got plenty of notes. Okay, how about Chris Blow, sixth place? Sixth place? His best ride Watson, of his career. That's your guy. That's that's Watson's guy. Yeah. What do you what, what do you think of his ride on you the know what? It happens this to be my guy too. Easy, Paul. See, do Paul loves to take the credit for everything? <laughs> it's this is his world we live in. But yeah, this is Paul Lindsay's. Uh, Paul did hook me up with Chris, and we put a deal together. And you know, Chris came out and struggled to begin in the year. He did. Put put his head down. We did a lot of work. We got some different settings for him and gave him what he wanted. And he says, if I don't produce and I don't give you, you know, if I'm not doing what I asked for, take it back and we'll move forward. So he put his money where the – Yeah, to his, to his credit, he's, he's producing. Exactly. Yeah. The kid – and you know what was crazy? After the first time practice, 
he was like just feeling like crap and he was like dude i'm i feel like sh- i have no energy i've been battling a cold all week and i go you know what chris why don't you just go back to the semi you threw down a decent time you're gonna qualify and go rest until tonight and he looked at me like i was crazy he said dude i'm better than that i no, i could get a better time what, what was what spot was he in when you said that like when he, you said uh, he was he was in 12th oh okay he was so in 12th and good. that wasn't bad i mean the kid yeah. gets good starts so i really wasn't worried about where he's gonna be on the gate and he pretty much told me no i'm not i'm gonna go ride the next practice and i was like all right after the next practice he really he bettered his time a little bit but he still everyone else did and he stayed where he was at and uh Solid he told me ride. yeah yeah he, he I said mean, that was amazing he told me he was gonna go out in the heat race and qualify and try to save some energy for the main and he did that and dude he started running down millsaps at the end i know davy had it under control and saw him coming but he was catching davy before davy he down. started he started eighth place and you know, um, there was a couple guys in front of him, and he I think got he passed to, Langston. He passed. Dude, uh, him and Langston yeah. had a good race. He yep, rode yep. behind Langston for about four or five laps. And Langston, Langston was made, catching him after he passed. Langston him, yeah. made a mistake in the rhythm section. Chris passed him, and you know what? Chris, you know, put his head down, and Chris's lap times were good. And you can't take nothing away from the kid. So, like I, I told these guys when I got here, we came after the race. Chris was sitting there, and he just had the biggest grin in his face, and he just said like a little kid, "I am so happy." I am so happy. Oh, cool. You know? So it was That's a good cool. time. What, and then since, uh, since Matt Bonney, last year's top privateer in Supercross, since he got either hurt or benched, depending on who you talk to, uh, have you been happy with his uh, performances since he got back? Well, you know, he got second in the heat race. Yeah. He got second in the heat race, rode solid. That was the best know? I've seen him ride. Yeah, he right. rode good. He, he started right behind Chris in the main event, and he was riding, 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 and uh, did a little tip over. Fell back, got back up, put a charge on on the end. If you look at the lap times, his last two laps were the fastest lap of the night for him. Um, so I, I think, so. you know, he, he just bought a house in Florida. He lives next to Purcell. Him and Purcell are becoming, you know, Uh-oh. friends. So, you know, Chris is starting to talk a little weird. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Matt. Matt is starting to talk a little weird, and he's acting a little uh, European on me. But <laughs> we're going we're gonna to take care of that real quick. The whole team's going down to Florida, and we're going to hang out, and we're going to – pretty much uh have our day with uh purcell speaking of going down to florida that's where i'm gonna go next week and uh, timmy ferry's from there yes he is and uh hopefully uh we'll regroup and and, and get these technical problems sorted out so no show next week everybody uh no show remember? actually so. that's not true we we're gonna do it from uh colorado oh, Springs. remember thank, yeah. thank you for dropping that on me <laughs> well, uh, we've I talked about it yeah, multiple I didn't know times it even came through yeah no we've talked about it but apparently did you, you get that thing did you talk to this well, video? We're hey, working guys, on, we're working this, on it. Yeah. This is all, all about right. preparation. <laughs> all right. We well, hey, there. right now, let's uh, let's bring in our guest, uh, Nick Howard Way. Stearns. Um, uh, what? Huh? Let's bring in our guest, Nick Way, and uh, and uh, get, talk to him about his weekend of Indianapolis. And uh, just everybody be quiet while I dial. Um, I'm texting. How about that start, dude? If you didn't get a good bait, gate pick, dude, I mean, Villapoto, Villapoto had to go to the LCQ. Trey Kennard got a ninth in his heat because he went down dude, on the start. Speaking of Trey Kennard, but Villapoto won. Yeah. Did you see his crash? Yes, dude. That dude, was his dirty. crash yeah. was, was in. We'll talk a little bit more about it, Kennard it was later. Bad news. He's gonna do better. Is he okay? Yeah, I talked to him today. He's fine. Good. Yeah. His hand flew off the handlebar. Did I watch the whole thing? It was yeah. dirty. Yeah, it was. And we're going to call Nick Way of the uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki slash Ty Lube Brown Motorsports team, Kawasaki. Hi, this is Nick. I can't and get to my phone right now. Perfect. Give me a message. I'll get back with you. 
There we go. Thank you a lot. Thanks a lot, Nick, for coming on the show. Well, on that note, the the Frenchies are gone, as you mentioned. The Frenchies all packed up yeah. and went back to le, Europe. Le Top. Yeah, Le Top is gone. The team. They told me that they back. might be back if they get some euros to help pay oh, for yeah. it. <laughs> they, said they were doing well. They, they used they the term well. euros. They said we need euros. Well, let's talk about the 250 class for a while. We talked all about the sure. 450s, but, geez, it was the premiere of the East Coast class, the highly anticipated premiere of the East Coast Lights, and, and what a crazy weekend for those guys. That track, we talked about how dirty the start was and how technical the track was in some of the rhythm sections, the triple, but on a 250F, it was extremely hard, and as could be predicted, uh, Purcell just looked rock solid, and uh, I think that what was weird was the heat races – were chaos. Like you had a guy like uh, who's going to make my Paul's podium later, uh, Jimmy Dakotas, leading a heat race yeah. out of nowhere. But then in the main event, everything returned to normalcy. I think guys realized that first turn was yep. a problem. Yep. It's like, hey, everybody, we can't charge in there like wild banshees because we're all going to go down. Yep, and yep, so exactly. So they just kind of pussyfooted around, got through in the main event, and the only guy – I mean, it obviously goes Purcell, Stroop, Barsha, which was literally, I think, everybody's top three prediction and what order might vary. Uh, Sipes, Metcalf, Wilson, Regal, who looked solid early on, but uh, didn't have quite as good of a main event. But uh, Sipes was the surprise of the evening in the lights class, if you ask me, and we'll talk about him a little bit later. He kind of got hosed by some lappers, and he's going to make Paul's podium as well. Uh, Paul's podium is going to go a little long this week since it was the East Coast Open. We're going to do six spots on Paul's podium. <laughs> Steve hates it when I do that. But uh, anyhow, they, and how about Stroop and Barsha, the old rivalry from last year from Unadilla, I think, is where it started. And I think Stroop feels a little pressured maybe from Barsha, the new amateur kid. Stroop saying, hey, I'm still the new amateur kid. Now you are. And uh, I, I've personally seen a little bit of uh, wow. heated exchanges between these guys. And you could see it in that heat race. Stroop went in there and banged him pretty good. And then how about after the finish line, Stroop looks back at him like, yeah, dude, yeah. that's what's up. And Barsha gives him the thumbs up. <laughs> like, Good ride, dude. Yeah. That was fun. No, so, I know. I think uh, yeah. Stroop has gotten into it with a lot of guys. Though. Yeah. Not yeah. just Barsha, yeah. but Porcel, Davalos, yeah. uh, a couple yeah. other guys. He rides with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. He does. He does. And I, I like think him. it's great. I think I it's like great. Him. Yeah. I mean, He's a bad kid. Future yeah, he Heart, is. Future Heart 19 rider? Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I yeah. wish. He's a good kid. I like How about him. this? The lap times of Mr. Porcel and Mr. Stroop. Uh, where'd my notes go? They uh, auspiciously close to uh, the top guys in the 450 class. We don't see that very often. Uh, Kevin Wyndham, top qualifier in the 450 class, 51.3. Porcel, a 51.8. Stroop, a 51.9. Millsaps, 51.7. Dungey, 51.8. Villapoto, 52 flat. So the two top lights guys were ahead of Villapoto. That just blows just my track mind. Conditions, track conditions. Exactly. Yeah, but on a 250 I mean, F. Did you know what? Hello. Oh. Hey, Nick Way. Sorry, guys. Oh, hey. Thanks for answering the phone, bud. Why you you already called me once? Yeah, I did. I did. You're live on the air on the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show with uh, me, Mathis, Paul Lindsay, and we have a special studio guest. Uh, we're gonna see if you can guess who it is. No, I got it. Ask our studio guest some questions, and we'll see if we can you can figure it out. Is it Kenny Watson? Oh, that was too easy. <laughs> Obviously, can, you can smell him from there. And on that note, it just. But two seconds ago became 937 on the East Coast. I just wanted to point that right out. Right on. Uh, oh, 37. Did oh. you know that, Nick? It's 937 on the East Coast? That's right. I don't know. How's that significant? That's in I, Michigan. I, exactly. It's 937 in Michigan, Nick. Just just pointing that out. Uh, hey, Nick, wait. Oh, uh, that's your number, huh, Lindsay? That's right. <laughs> that a boy. Oh, good, yeah. good, good job. <laughs> uh, so it's 37 your real number, and then you just decide to throw a 9 in front of it because you're just an international rider? No, no, it's always been 937. That means that there was only 63 people in the world that were slower than me. 
Basically, I sucked. Nine hundred and sixty-three no, people. Um, I don't know. Hey, don't uh, know. all right. Let's let's talk about your race. Hey, t- talk to us about Indianapolis for you. Uh, went pretty well, I think, huh? It went all right, but Watson's guy beat me. That's a real bummer. Ow! <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. Yeah, all right. That's bullcrap, quick, Nick. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, I mean. I don't know. I thought it went, it went all right for you, but let's talk about the uh, the team and the bike. What was that? What's that bike like compared? Everybody always wants to know what a factory bike is like compared to a privateer bike. So, uh, what's it like? What's the differences? I don't know. I mean, it's like a, like hopped on. It felt like an '86 CR500. Really? That, no, that, I mean that's what you want me to say, obviously. No, I don't want you to say. Well, maybe a '92 CR500, but um, '90. You got reference on a '92? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the bike that I rode to to many many uh, race wins in Manitoba. But oh man, um, were you able to put in some lap times with Bale at Millville? Were you? Oh, I never saw Bale. Saw him when you he went like by. Saw, saw him when he went by me. Uh, for, I walked past him in the airport before. You did? Yeah. <laughs> LAX. <laughs> I wheeled right by him. Wheeled <laughs> back. First came out. Yeah. Uh, hey, so you're in Florida now, right? Yeah. In, in, hanging with RV. And yep. how long are you there for? Uh, just till Daytona. I was made my plan a long time ago. I just kind of was planning on staying down here for those couple of weeks to try to save on some expense money. But it worked out pretty good. My uh, rest of my family went home to Michigan because Nicole had some stuff to do back there with family, and uh, so I just came down here to get some riding. Well, so we're going to ride tomorrow, so track looks sick. It's going to be fun. Tell uh, Nick, tell our listeners, for those who don't know what, what the plan is, if and when Reed comes back for you in the in the Monster Kawasaki rig? Yeah, the uh, well, the plan all along was like for five races, and then I guess or or until Chad came back. And so it seems like from everything that I, all indications that I get that Chad's going to race Daytona, so be back on uh, Team Ty Lube then, and looking forward to it. Obviously, the Kawasaki guys have learned a bunch just from uh, riding their bike and how I want to set mine up, and so it should be good. I'm excited about going back and hanging with Big Nasty and. Alan Brown and the crew should be fun. Yeah, you've done a good job for those guys at Cowie. they got to be pumped with you stepping in and doing as well as you have. And then uh, are they going to be able to support you with anything for the rest of the season on Alan's program? Just take the bike, dude. Yeah. Just wheel it up. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I don't think you need any motor help. Alan Brown's the king right there. What do you think, Quick? Yeah, Alan does a good job for sure. I mean, obviously, Pro Circuit's been helping us out also with pipes and suspension, things like that. But Alan's definitely been holding it down for us. And uh, as Terry knows, this guy's been getting good starts too, so... Uh, here, uh, Alan was telling me that PC is going to be doing an ad with you. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah, should be pretty. Should be pretty cool. Really? Are you, I being, dig it, are you dude. being serious? No, yeah. Yeah. Alan was all but. I mean, he he got all buttered. He's like, "What would you think?" I would say, "Dude, I'd be pumped." <laughs> I don't think Alan was all all pumped. Oh, dude, that, the third eye in the middle of his chest was getting all all the spokes sticking out of the mole were getting all fired up. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. No. I mean, obviously, uh, Pro Circuit's helping a bunch and. I don't know. Alan's helping too a lot. Obviously, he's like managing the day to day and uh-huh. helping with the engine stuff and all that. So uh, I don't know. We're coexisting pretty well. It seems like is uh, is Big Nasty of Mandingo Pickles fame down there in Florida with you right now? No, he. Uh, I hadn't talked to him since the weekend. I talked to the Cali guys actually, and they went out after the race and they happened to see my guy out. <laughs> it sounds like he was in rare form, and then I picked up one of his twitters that said he actually he actually missed. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering. I'm wondering what's up. Oh man, Nasty's gone MIA. 
Yeah. Hey, I got some uh, connections over at the Red Garter, the strip club there in uh, in uh, in uh, Indy, and uh, I heard he was seen there. So maybe we I could put some uh, APB out with some of the ladies there, see if he's around. Hey, maybe. I, I know the whole Mandingo Posse was there, so usually that equals trouble. Yeah, I, I saw that. Hey, if anybody out there listening wants to uh, call in and ask Nick Way a question, feel free at seven zero two five eight six Pulp, which is seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Call in now. Phone lines are open, and you can ask Nick Way a question. Uh, actually, we've got one right now. Nick, are you ready to take some fan questions? No, nah, I, I thought we were just – we had a good rhythm going. I'll stay on you guys. No, too, we got fans. With the, hey, Way, hey. some dude just hit on the on the message boards that you're overrated, you're overhyped. What's that guy thinking? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> People are idiots. All right, let's 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 take a call. Hey, welcome to the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Who's this? Uh, this is uh, Arrowhead MX out of uh, Gatesville, Texas. Hey, what's up, man? Arrowhead MX. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I have a want to get y'all's opinion on. Uh, here's my question. Uh, I think I would like to see the East and West uh, combined and uh, see a Vegas shootout every week. Uh, what's y'all's opinion on that? Do the riders want to race all the rounds for the last class, or uh, will that's it happen? A, that's or what's y'all's one, opinion dude. on that? It's called money. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I'm not really understanding why they have it east, east and west, really. But I guess right. I don't run it either, so I guess it would all depend on budgets and getting every, you know, paying for the rider the whole year and that stuff. But right. Um, well, there, there you go. Hey, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Who's this? This is Colton out of Somas, California. What's up, Colton? You're on the line with Nick Wade. You got a question for him? Yeah, I'd like to know uh, the difference between his uh, suspension on his Cowie bike and his new, uh, or on his old... Privateer bike versus his new Cowie bike. Yes. Good, solid question. Yeah, yeah. That's a good question for sure. The uh, Actually, the, the suspension on my Privateer bike is definitely still new just because I've been using the KYB stuff for now, which is now old. So, technically, my show is tough new still, the Pro Circuit stuff, but... Uh, Obviously, the KYB stuff and show have a little bit different characteristics, but I, I have it set up pretty similar actually, and I think uh, both work work real well. I don't, I don't find a huge difference in it. I mean, obviously, with the KYB stuff, they have maybe a little bit more um, testing for the 450s on the, the factory team than what Pro Circuit has done. But uh, other than that, I, I think it's it's pretty comparable for sure. When they say work suspension you can buy, they're not kidding. Wow, there we go. There's the ultimate. Hey, Colton, thanks for your question, man. appreciate it. MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show, you're on the air. Who's this? It's Jason from Winnipeg. Hey, what's up, Jay? You got a question for Nick Way? Oh, of course. Hey, Nick, it's Jay. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? Good, good. It's actually Steve's brother. Oh, yeah, my man. <laughs> there we go. Uh, all right, enough of the, uh, of, the, of the meet and greet. Got a question? Bro, hey, what? hey, no, I got a question for him. What happened, dude? That time that you had you got in, you got in a fight with your dad, and then Steve just got thrown out there in the pro class when he was riding eighty. What oh. happened? Oh man! Oh man! It was good times gone bad, eh? Dude, you were just me. You I jumped out early. Down in I was Florida, just supposed to be just training, and he showed up just all pissed. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't on <laughs> form. California. He wasn't California. on form. He showed up. He was supposed to take the world by storm, and it didn't work out like that. <laughs> Why would you tell Nick Way that what story about Steve? What me? happened? There? <laughs> I I actually wrote about it. So yeah, he uh, that's uh, I wrote about it in some column somewhere at some time. 
I lined up next to Rollerball and Holly. That was great. That, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we were going to meet so, up at Edmonton. Uh, if you guys aren't going to reiterate, so so the story I'm hearing is Steve is a, a mini bike rider at the time, and he was just happened to be there racing the amateurs, and then then uh, yeah. his brother here decided he was going to get pissed at old pops. So they had their had their had their old feud. <laughs> yep. And so yeah. then all of a sudden Steve gets thrown into the pro class because they're already there and signed up at, under his brother's yep. name. So opening yep. ceremonies and everything, Mathis just got his helmet on. He's got he's like ready to go. Like everyone's got their hats off, whatever. But the little fat kid's out there with his hat with his helmet on. Like <laughs> all right, it's go time. I haven't really ridden a big bike before, but I'm gonna race as a nope. cross in the pro class. That, that's, that's right. Taking one for the team right there, dude. Yeah, no, my dad just said, hey, I didn't come all this way and waste all this money. You're racing, Steve. So uh, yeah, and then the helmet was on for the national anthem, so nobody would detect my young age, and uh, and we went racing. But uh, yeah, it was good times. Marty Tripe style. All right, Jay, do you have a question, or are you just calling to say hi? Or, or do you actually... I'll call to say hi. I oh. just got in, want to say hi to Nick. Can I have a question for Nick, actually? Okay. Um, and it's, you're going to laugh a little bit, but since, I mean, now with the big rigs in pro racing versus the box fan days, has the close relationship between the mechanic and the riders changed for better or for worse? Well, in my situation right now, it hasn't really changed so much because I'm working like so closely because he's like my only guy. But obviously, in the, the factory teams, there's so many different guys handling, you know, suspension, engine, testing, this and that. That it's kind of like you don't have a close relationship with the with just your mechanic as much as you used to. But it seems like the mechanics, their whole job title has definitely changed too. Because I mean, even when Watson started, like freaking valve and shocks in the parking lot dialing in the fork he'd take a fork leg off between practices and re, re retune it but now these days it just there's other people doing that so kind of the relationship between the rod and the mechanics not as close as it used to be that's for sure i don't know just, kenny watson or do you have another watson in mind because i don't know Ken, kenny watson dude, kenny he watson. for sure could retune he could retune the shock in the parking lot if he needed i could retune a lot of things there's a lot of people out there know about me tuning <laughs> <laughs> and people that need tuning Hey, Watson, Yo. Deegan's bike pretty run good at uh, Troy in about 97. You tuned that one? Yeah, that yes, seemed, sir. That, that seemed to pull, pull a lot of hole shots, didn't yes, it, Yes, sir, from the outside. <laughs> from the outside, quick. That, that, it seemed really fast, that bike. <laughs> that bike seemed really fast. Yeah. You know how we did it. <laughs> Why are you trying to call me out right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Dude, you're hey, dead. Hey, you're dead. Hey, Jay, thanks for the call, man. we got to move on. Yeah, good luck with the rest of the season, Nick. Yeah, thanks. Good talking to you, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, one more call here. Oh, and they couldn't wait. They, they, they couldn't wait to go. That's really jacked up of you, uh, for you, Nick, to call out Kenny like that. <laughs> that really? was a long time ago, Nick. It's okay, buddy. It's cool that you remember hey. that. Yeah, for sure. I'm, like, when I would go race all these like races, uh, I'd go to the pro races and race amateur day or whatever when I was amateur, and Watson would get me the tech sticker, and I would just go ride Friday practice with the pros. Really? I remember, I remember following around like, Damon Huffman and Mike Craig and dudes being like, oh, yeah, I'm about to snap. Hey, dude, I still do that. This weekend I got Billy Payne into the A practice. All he had to do was just go by the AMA truck and steal one of the, the stickers. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, funny because I, I saw him out there and I was like, how did he get out here? How did and then, How did you know Watson, was, though, back in the then day? Then I was like, then we went up to sign autographs in the concourse or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, he bitching about, I'm trying to do a hot lap. Billy Payne just stopped in the woods every lap. <laughs> <laughs> he was checking him out, dude. That's my guy. You know that. Hey, Mathis wants to know oh, how yeah. we know each other. 
Yeah, how how do you how do you know Watson back then when you were an amateur and Watson was uh, I don't know who he was working for Sheik maybe. Year before. I don't know. Watson's a friendly dude. I always I'd always be just hanging around. I know how I I, I knew how we met. Way don't pull that I don't, crap. I don't, I don't remember. Honestly. Do you want me to bring it out? Yeah. This whatever. was before Nicole. Oh no. Oh man. This was before Nicole and before you were married and before you were when you were a youngster, and I met you through Billy Payne. At, at an amateur race, if you remember, I was working for Billy Joe Mercer at Loretta's, and you were the team really? green kid on the eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you were yeah. you came over to the motorhome and Shailene and Shelly and Billy and Big Bill and you know remember Grandpa used to make the pancakes in the morning for everybody. Do you remember that? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we got we Dude, got a- Mathis's dog is blowing ass in here, Nick. Uh-huh. So bad. You been to Mathis's house? No, but it seems like he's got a lot of dogs. Because everywhere you turn, his Mathis has got a picture of a dog up. Somewhere dude, you don't even know, dude. There's like five dogs in here, and I ain't kidding. They're cool there's, dogs. There's but four dogs, and we rescue them from certain deaths. So you guys can all screw off. Okay, they're all, they're cool. All right, the caller. See, the caller couldn't wait. Uh, hey, Nick, what what did you get a chance to? Uh, well, hey, now we're back. MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Turn your computer down. Has been. Has been. What's up, our regular caller? I got a question for Nick. All right, lay it Nick, on. how you doing? What's happening, Hasbin? Hasbin's from, uh, has from Jersey. It's, it's all good. Hey, when you go down to Florida, are you going to pay respect to Dirty Dog and maybe take him out to lunch? Huh. Who's Dirty Dog? Stewie. That's Stewie's nickname for Timmy, Dirty Dog. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking We were talking about him today because uh, Ryan specs like a mechanic. He's a Italian, so Ryan, uh, Timmy needs a... Uh, Head gasket or something put on his bike, so I'm figuring we'll see him this week and get some bike work done. Yeah, that's so. A, yeah, it'll be, be cool. It'll be cool to see him for sure. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm expecting to see him at the nationals. I'm not. I don't know. Mathis may be claiming he's retired or whatever, but I'm not buying it. Nah, nah, nah. That guy's coming back. Maybe he can fly by Tiger's house and get some uh, some tips for those pickles. Yeah, oh man. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Hey, thanks, Hasbin. <laughs> okay. Have a good show. All right. That's hey, a, that's thanks a, for being thanks for being the Motor Show's only caller in her. Has has <laughs> been has been's a regular. Uh, you know everybody's got the. Uh, he's a big fan. We should we should probably give him a gift certificate. Does he ever enter the contest? I've never seen him. Yeah, he, he, you'd think he'd get those pretty easily, but <laughs> yeah. he, he's a, he's a core enthusiast. Hey, Nick, talk about Millville. What is it about that place? You'd think Redbud would be your place, but what is it about Millville that makes you haul ass? You won your only national there. Uh, I don't know. And Millville's pretty good. It's just like. A lot of tracks in Michigan are sandy, and it's sure. kind of obviously got that sandy base to it. Yeah. And that's, you go the, the tracks in Michigan aren't like South Lake sand, but they have a sand base to them. So, I don't know, I guess I just feel comfortable there for sure. It's always done well. Yeah, hey, it was, sure, was, likes that track. Hey, was Strickwater your guy at that race? <laughs> yep. yep. Kevin Strickwater? That's right. Yeah. Yep. He he used to work for me back at the. Uh, he never worked for he you. He did Lindsay. too. Ask him. He worked for me at Plano, Cali, Mexico. Cali, <laughs> Mexico. Yeah, he worked right. at Takati. He worked at the, Yeah, he worked That's for right. Clark because he actually spent like. The, well, when Clark just pulled his F one fifty and they had like three wheels. Yeah, with a trailer. My family's in my yeah in my family's side yard and never left it. Dude, he's they were there that. and uh, Dude, do you remember? Didn't do a lot of work on bikes. He did a lot of pit pit bike riding and all of a sudden. <laughs> The next year at Pro Circuit, he was my mechanic, and I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit skeptical. Like, and Nick, I like do you remember? Guy. I like this guy. He may or may not have tried to fight my buddy on my parents' deck because he didn't like Heineken. <laughs> uh, I like him. I like him, but I'm not sure he's a good mechanic. But he turned out to, to pull through pretty solid. 
Yeah, Kevin working over to answer now or uh, pro taper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. do you remember? Do you remember that trailer that they used to pull around? I remember in '97 at uh, Steel City when he had this motor, when he had his trailer in front of the parking lot all week. And Kevin, one night, I walked out there to go work on my bike, and dude, Strick Warder was passed out on the door, laying it down, <laughs> laying there. And I go, "What are you doing?" He goes, I'm "Sleeping." I go, "Why don't you get a room?" He goes, "We can't afford it." <laughs> And the matter of fact, oh. the trailer had a, a flat tire, Nick. Hey, Nick. Uh, seriously, you, you don't you don't be afraid of hurting my feelings. Where do I rank in your mechanic scale? Like, where where am I? You've had a lot of guys Mathis, to, spinning the wrenches. Mathis, you're a good you're, you're a good dude for sure. But the thing is about you is that you have a lot more knowledge than you let on. And like for me, I wasn't quite so sure because you do a lot of talking, maybe not so much action. <laughs> and then uh, and then you would be like. Well, he'd be mixing, he'd be mixing the gas, right? Oh, he yeah. just like, because I'd be always, I'd always be on him because I wasn't sure like about him, and obviously he had like a lot of knowledge, but he would let on that he knew nothing. <laughs> so then he would take the five-gallon can of fuel, and obviously you're mixing premix in the in a two-stroke bin. He'd be like, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, like not measuring it with the ratio, right? And I'd be like, gosh, this guy's killing me. Yeah, just tons of stuff like that. But you really are a good mechanic, Mathis. But you just I, I, you never, you see, really, you I, never really let me know it. You never I, really let me know it. Yeah, but I knew that four gallons of gas to 16 ounces in those bottles was 32 to 1. Amen. I didn't, I didn't need to mix it and pour it into the plastic container. I just know it is. And you would always stress out about that. But you're right. You're right. I also like to get a good laugh. I was always out for, for the laughs, eating the, uh, eating the cookies on the parade lap, that type of stuff. Yep, I pulled back at Pontiac one year, and he's eating cookies when I was trying to pack my gate. I guess he wasn't expecting me to be back so quick. You usually took a lot longer to get back, so yeah. I'd be like, "Are you seriously eating cookies?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Hand me those goggles before you get crumbs." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those were the good old days. So, so am I in the middle? I mean, you've had some good guys, you've had some smart guys. Am I in the middle? No, you're good. You're good for sure. All right. You're right up there. You're right up there. It's just just a little less conversation, a lot more action. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. I, uh, uh, well, hey, let's take one more call, and then uh, and then we'll let you go, Nick. Uh, I'm sure RV's waiting for you uh, to maybe play shuffleboard or something. So hold on. So, MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show, you're on the air. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who's this? Uh, Al from Canada. Hey, what's up, hey, Al? What's up, Hey, Al, do you know who won that hockey game between America and uh, the United States and Canada, by the way? <laughs> Mathis is crying. Do you know who won? What was the score? No Five comment. something. Al, oh. Al's not a hockey fan. Al, you're not a hockey fan? Okay, sorry, bud. A little bit. No, I'm an I'm MX guy. Oh, sweet. Uh, all right, yeah, do you have a question for Nick Way? Um, I kind of have a question for everyone. I was wondering, like, uh, everyone knows factory bikes are – you know, very superior. I was just wondering how, uh, like, today's uh, stock bike, what year do you think that uh, would be a factory bike? You know what I mean? Okay, so what year production bike would, he, would equate a works bike from yesterday, from yesteryear or no? Like, like uh, would uh, a works uh sorry, a stock bike now be equivalent to, like, an 03 works bike? Ah, okay, I got you. I got oh, you. yeah, like you could get a stock Cali 450 right now and go back to 97 and just be just dominating the national. <laughs> you, would just, oh, you would just whoop up. Not a oh, yeah, F, you would just be whooping people's butts. Not yeah, by Suzuki, Nick. Not, 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 a 250 not, a, not against Watson's Suzuki, though. Yeah, probably not. You're probably right. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be like neck and neck with Deegan on the start. The, the 152 like, kit. 
Uh, I'm going to say, Al, that uh, a, a 2010 four-stroke 450 is probably as good as anything in the late 90s for sure, factory bikes. Uh, stiff, hard, far back, hard, hard, hard to compare, though, you know? Uh, I don't know. I would say I would say a stock 450 now would probably be close as any good. I mean, it'd probably be close as any good works two-stroke 250, like yeah. even like an 05 or whatever, no? Yeah, I know. Well, you know, one thing for sure when I was at Yamaha, there wasn't a whole lot of difference, and people may not believe this. There wasn't really much difference between Chad Reed's YZ250 of 2004 and Jeremy McGrath's YZ250 in 99 or 2000-ish. Uh, there really wasn't much difference. The motors didn't change, and old Bob Oliver there at Yamaha used a lot of the same tricks. So that bike. Could, I, bet you, I bet you if you asked Chad, he would say that the new aluminum frame one was worse than the '99 one. Yeah, yeah, no, for handling wise, yeah, absolutely, I agree. Hey Nick, let me ask you a question. This is KW here, the real. Hey, uh, do you think if someone came out on a good two-stroke 250, they could qualify for the Supercross class? Yeah, I think for sure. Yeah. Okay. Qualify for the main I mean, or, or if yeah, you got if you got a good main. if you got a good start, it would. Not like, like that, dude. Not like that, dude. Did you see that, dude? Uh, this weekend, I, I saw him this weekend. He was like the he was like the new age Marty O'Hara. Dude, oh, I was just, dude. You took the words out of my mouth, man. God, it was <laughs> that was funny, dude. I was like, God, dude, look at this guy. Why? And then they black flagged him. They black flagged him. They black flagged him. He was rolling everything. The dude, dude weighed bigger like, than you, Mathis. Yeah. Dude, the guy he was, was really big. big. Uh, I'm going to yeah. give him props. He had MSR gear. I'm totally feeling him, and I'm feeling the fact that he had. Uh, I think he. he I think he got that stuff from Morocco. Was Morocco? Wow! You see that it was Loraco MSR gear. That's how old it was. I I didn't I didn't see him, but okay, uh, too bad. Everybody. Yeah, Rupert Rupert was pumped on that guy because he was rocking the two stroke. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mathis needs Mathis needs to be a little bit more observant. I don't know if he can retain his observations. Comment. Dude, he was looking yeah. for cookies at at that Stuff time. Like that. Yeah, maybe Stan can call in and ask him if he was at the race. <laughs> hey, Way, this is your last call. I want to tell you, uh, I want to invite you to my wedding, bud. It looks like uh, Shailene Payne and myself might be getting married here, having some kids. You'll be the first to do Oh, that. really? Yeah. Congratulations. Like Thank you, bud. Wow, breaking it on the show? Are we breaking this on the show? Uh, he's my friend. I don't this really talk like to TMZ, him that much. like TMZ, dude. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Al, uh, did you get your question answered, sort of, kind of? I did. I'm actually the guy that bought your bike, eh? Oh, all right. Cool. Right you bought on. your money back? <laughs> Al bought my Cali <laughs> 450. Oh, the one that you were riding out of Boulder? Oh, I, was, yeah. I was thinking that you might have bought the oh, I remember. You came Yamaha 252 stroke that Kyle Lewis lined up for. for oh, yeah. It was a real ball up. Yeah. Mathis makes a good, uh, sets up a good bike, guys. Oh, there we go. Live on the air. Thanks, Al. All right, thanks, dude. Later. Your, package, your, your filters that he was holding back from me are in the mail now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, Nick, thanks, uh, man, for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I know we kept you longer than we wanted, and uh, but thank you. And the fans appreciate it, too, taking the calls. That's cool. No yeah. problem. I'll, I'll have some buddies calling next time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, hey, I'll see you in Florida next week. We're going to hang, right? At some point, yeah, for sure. Right on. Yeah. Hey, quick, Nick. I'm coming down to Yo, Florida buddy. too. We're gonna. I talked to Reed in the airport. We're gonna do a big uh, poker game. Come on, come on, bring it. Yeah, that'd be cool for Kenny, sure. Kenny can flip I, I the table I mean, over when he starts losing. I guess in the area losing. of everybody. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Brooke, it was funny. It was weird. I went into Outback last night. It was like you know, because I live in the I live in Marietta. So like, if you go out to eat there, it's like you see somebody, you know, whether a mechanic right. or whoever. So I, first thing I do is I like look around. I'm like, don't see anybody I recognize. Kind of weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you yeah. see any Metal Militia t-shirts that night? Yeah, actually, huh. I did saw a Metal Militia t-shirt yesterday with uh, this dude on a road bike. And then I, then I saw this other guy 
he was totally like in his late sixties, like riding his road bike and uh, <laughs> motorcycle, and he had an LBZ sticker. It just wasn't making sense for him. <laughs> That's oh, cool. Nice, nice. Well, hey, uh, all right. Well, thanks, Nick, for uh, for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Good luck with the rest of the year. We'll see you out there. Yeah, thanks, guys. Hey, wait, you're a bad dude. I try, I try my best, you know. Yeah. It's tough out there. Keep it real. It's tough out there. Yeah, good job, bud. <laughs> All Keep right. Keep up the good work. See ya. All right. Later. All right, Nick Way. And uh, with that, let's go. Uh, what do you say we go into our first commercial break of the uh, of the first and only commercial break of the show, you guys? Uh, you okay with that? Everybody good? Let's do it. All right. Come back on the other side with the segments. All right, Steve, let's talk a little bit about our buddies over at MotorWorldRacing.com, those fine folks that used to have that race team with me. You know, we won a few races along the way, and, you know, I got to know those guys, and all the way back from 1999 when they started their own race team and had their MotorWorldRacing.com site up and running, they've been pioneers in the dot-com commerce, if you will, and they've always seemed to have these great prices and great customer satisfaction. I don't know how they've pulled it off for this long, but they're definitely one of the premier sites and now with this radio show jump right back in the thick of things in the racing business yeah it's great to have them on and, and the title sponsor for this uh, moto show uh, motorworldracing.com brian junkie glenn boggy owners down there great guys and uh, you get a little bit of a discount just for listening to this show that's right we offer our listeners exclusively if you go to motorworldracing.com right now and you plug in the promo code moto show at checkout you're going to receive a special 10 percent off your entire order 10% just for listening. Yeah, that's that's how we roll here, and that's how WonderWorldRacing.com rolls once again. Like I said, in all seriousness, they do have a wide selection of everything you need. And, uh, again, great prices, great customer satisfaction. Go check it out, MotorWorldRacing.com. We wouldn't be here without them. X-Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. We're back, MotorWorldRacing.com, Moto Show. I'm your host, Steve Mathis, with Paul Lindsay, my other host, and a special guest, Kenny Watson, who always keeps it real. A.K.A. Stan. Yeah, A.K.A. Stan. Nevada. I really enjoyed the uh, Nick Way and the Brian Deegan story because uh, I just really enjoy that kind of stuff. I but, know you do. You love stirring the pot. Uh, that would be Nick who stirred the pot. Very much so. But, uh, all right, well, right off the bat, let's get going. Uh, we don't have too much more time left, and we want to take some calls from you guys uh, to Paul or Kenny or myself uh, at 702-586-7857. Call in and let us know what's on your mind, um, and uh, we'll try our best to answer it. But right now, without further ado, let's go into Paul's podium. Paul, what do you got this weekend from your uh, observations at Indy? Well, as I mentioned, uh, every week, Paul's podium, just uh, usually three things that jump out at me, things that I like, not necessarily a rider, something that I liked that I saw. And Indy being the East Coast opener, I thought it was only appropriate. I just can't narrow it down to three. It's tough. So this week, we're going to do six. One for the lights class, one for the 450 class, although it's pretty random. There's just six. It's not three and three. Uh, anyhow, the first one, since we argued about it at San Diego, the crowd turnout, uh, I 
I thought I would look. The capacity of the new Lucas Oil Stadium, where the Colts play, is 63,000 and change, 70,000 if they expand it, which I don't know if they did or not. I think think if you stand on that, they they sell standing room tickets on that platform of the the doors that open? they, They pop out. Okay. Oh, really? yeah, oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So I think I don't know if I guess it was at its smallest point this weekend. Even with it at its smallest point, it was sixty three thousand, and there was only one section that wasn't full. It was like somebody bought yeah. a section and didn't use it. A Yamaha Did you guys notice, I was in the tower on the floor, and I looked up to the top of the stadium. And there was so much smoke during opening ceremonies. Yep. You couldn't even see the people at the top of the stadium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Smoke. Yeah, dude. And then I looked right before the main event, and there was still smoke lingering. But, dude, it was packed. That all stadium the way up. is huge. Yeah. And you're right. It was hard to see up there, but it was packed. And I'm going to say there was at least 60,000 people there because it holds 63 yeah. when it's not compressed or whatever, put out the stands. And there was only that one section way up top yeah. that was empty. I'd say there were 60,000 people there. So major, major props to our sport. I think that's great for all of us in you this. You know about Indy, too? Talking about Indianapolis. I don't know if you guys are know or up on the economy, but Indian, Indiana and Indianapolis is the third um, city, the third large, third city in the country with the most poverty-stricken jobs and homeless And they're people. coming out to watch Supercross. you got to love that. Yeah. In, this, in these hard times, people coming out to support Supercross. I think Supercross. might be taking food stamps for tickets now or something. I, I don't know. I, I thought that was awesome. And just the dome in general, it being indoors and out of the rain from the West Coast, I love racing indoors. I don't know what it is. People are going to hate me for that comment, but I, I, I can't wait till we get back east to the domes. And, hey, we got Atlanta coming up where historically there's 70, 72,000 people at that race too, so we'll see what it is this weekend. Uh, next up on Paul's Podium uh, – Little-known privateer out of NESC representing from New England, Jimmy Dakotis, a guy when we listed the 15, 16 contenders going into the East Coast Lights, you certainly wouldn't have put Jimmy Dakotis on the list. I know a little bit about this kid. I got a little insight on him. Great guy, hard worker, John Dowdbacks. A lot of guys say a, good, a lot of good things about him, including my buddy Joe. He goes out and passes those guys for the lead in the yeah. heat race after not setting any stellar time in practice. I think he was 28th or something. Looked really off to me in practice, but grabbed the lead when, when uh, Barsha and Stroop and those guys were playing stuff stuff yeah. with authority. It was amazing. So uh, great ride, Jimmy Dakotis. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of good things to come from him in the future hopefully he can uh, get up there and battle with those guys in the top 10 had a tough main event he, he wound up 20th he crashed on the start and just couldn't catch up so uh next up honda troy making the big comeback i gotta yeah. admit when i first heard about this i kind of rolled my eyes no offense it's just that a few privateers getting bikes from honda uh, dayton honda and calling it honda troy is not honda troy honda troy that's kind of tarnishing their their image in my opinion so i kind of kind of chuckled a little bit when i first heard it but then all of a sudden they get the semi. Scott Paul rolls out the old semi, which is literally the oldest semi on the pits. But, hey, it's a semi. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's the original Honda Troy semi from 94. I thought the, Rudy was going to jump out of the driver's seat. Yeah, no doubt. Semi. Exactly. <laughs> then, they, then they pick up a solid contender, number 32, Darren Durham, double D. Yeah. And, and they bust out those old school graphics, and all of a sudden they look like a team. It's like reminiscent of the old Honda Troy days. Not quite there yet. Michael Willard's on that team. Yeah, Michael Willard's riding for him, and uh, Kilberger and uh, Lapanovich, I think. Lapanovich. Lapanovich. Uh, Who the hell is that? Uh, Quarterback for the Raiders? Sean Lapanovich. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, props to Honda Troy. Trying to make something happen over there. Got some local guys riding for him. They'll get there. Yeah. I thought the bikes looked sick was the they point. They did. They yep. did. All right, next up, uh, this is going to be number four on Paul's six-step podium. Uh, and these are in no particular order necessarily, but my boy, Watson's boy, Chris Blows. What an incredible ride. Sixth place in the 450, man. His best ride of his of the season of his career he's never raced the 450 class he did get a sixth at the x games too i think but uh great well, ride by well, chris that's your guy he didn't get sixth he got sixth at the x games no he got fifth was it fifth 
Yes. Come on. I meant fifth. Fifth, fifth. He, all as I know is he could have had a podium at the X Games if uh, Bonnie, his teammate at the time, not teammate at the time, hadn't cleaned him twice, but that's a whole other story. Now they're teammates and they get along great. All right, next up on Paul's podium, the Stroop-Barsha battle, as we talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, exciting to see. It's always something in the lights class. This is going to be heated as the year goes on, indoors and outdoors. Those two are, are going to go at it hard, and that was exciting electric to watch. Uh, I think Stroop's going to get into it with a bunch of guys, like we said. Well, yeah, I, I, he, he that's a good observation. Kind of, I didn't, yeah. He rides I, around a little yeah, bit. He a, does. Yeah, he does. He does ride with a chip on his shoulder. Rides real aggressive, and uh, Barsha definitely kind of did the same thing. He looked really, really aggressive in practice and definitely was making some aggressive passes in the race, so uh, that should be pretty exciting to watch as the season progresses uh last but not least and i am going to put this guy on the top step ryan sipes the surprise of the weekend i've all ryan's a great kid i've known he's had the speed he's had the talent it's not that i underestimated him it's just that i don't think anybody in their right mind would have put this guy on the podium with the amount of talent that was going to the east coast and he got that podium robbed from him by a a couple lappers who i won't mention they apparently know that they did wrong it is hectic out there but guys watch the blue flag come on i mean use your head you're racing for 16th place for christ's sake i know it's points but you just robbed Ryan Sipes of a podium. So it was a bummer, and I know robbed they didn't do podium, it intentionally. Robbed him some bonus money, robbed him exactly. a lot of stuff. Exactly. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Athlete as well. That's X-Brand right. Goggle That's right. So you ship. guys are bumming. But Ryan Sipes put in some great lap times. If you look at the lap times in practice and in the main event, that guy was hauling the mail. So great ride. Congratulations, Ryan Sipes, rounding out Paul's podium. All right, and before we get to the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment, let's take this call. I'm always interested in the calls with Watson on board because you just never really know. Hey, MotorWorldRacing.com, Moto Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, Justin from Seattle. Hey, Justin, what's going on? You got a question for Paul or Watson or maybe me? No, all of you guys. I was going to get your opinion on what you felt about the lappers and the whole situation with them. Even in life class, they had an issue with it and cost uh, their uh, bars there almost. Watson, what do you figure? You've been around a long time? You know. Seen a lot of lappers? I think... uh, I, I usually work for lappers, and uh, my, my guys are usually the guys getting a lap, but this week, unfortunately, we weren't getting lapped, and we were doing the lapping, and that was kind of cool. But, you know, I, I seen that whole deal that went down with Barsha, and, you know, Barsha made the best of it. But, you know, I'm not say what comes around goes around, but a lot of people got to remember what happened to Jeff Alessi on that Moto Concept team. He was that guy in the driver's seat that, that took s- some stuff away from somebody else. Max Ancy. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now now the Moto Concept guy's got a taste of it, and it sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's part of the game. You know what I mean? It's part of the game. It happens in every other motorsports where you have lappers, and, you know, sometimes it, sometimes it goes your way, and sometimes uh, it doesn't. That's I, true. I, that's I do think point. the AMA guys, a lot of times, throw the flags really, really early. And therefore, well, now, but, but then, in all wait, fairness, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yep. The riders throw them really early, and the riders, therefore, after a while, they're like, oh, wait, I got time. No, 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 I disagree. Because if you pay attention to the riders' meeting, there's three distinct ways they throw it. If they're holding it, it means they're straight away behind you. If they're waving it, it means he's coming. If they're waving it and pointing, he's on your ass, and you need to move. So yeah. use you're your talking, head, guys. You're talking to a guy right here. No disrespect to you, Paul. I've been he, lapped. He, he, he was <laughs> one of the, uh, he knows about the blue flags. That's right. That's he right. Learned, he learned them. All right. Hey, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Uh, no problem. Yep. All right. Hey, MotoWorldRacing.com, Moto Show, you're on the air. Who's this? It's Tyson from Idaho. Tyson? Tyson. Tyson, what's going on, man? Thanks uh, Thanks for calling in. You got a question? Yeah, what's the uh, Las Vegas over-under odds on Justin Barsha wadding himself? <laughs> on that technical Vegas track, I'd say. <laughs> no, just Las Vegas odds. Yeah, well, just uh, the odds. Yeah, no, but I'm talking on that track, Wadden no. himself, it's pretty good odds because yeah. uh, that track is gnarly and it's hard pack and no, Barsha's I, an easy No, he's talking runner. about the whole season. 
everything. The Vegas. Oh, odds. you're not talking about Vegas. That no, no. Vegas track. No, no. Vegas okay. odds. Okay. Uh, that Barsha's going to I thought he meant the East West shootout. Didn't you say the East West or no? No, just the Vegas odds. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I, My bad. I'm a big Barsha fan. It's, it's going to happen at one race for sure. <laughs> well, he's a rookie, hey, so yeah. yeah, it's inevitable. I really like Barsha, but everybody was worried about him toning it down and not revving his bike out when he started racing. It was back. Hey, you know it what? Was, you t- it wasn't you took the words anymore. He was out there and he was going all for it. You, you, it's funny you said that because I had that in my notes to talk about in the 250 class and I didn't get to it. I noticed the same thing. I watched the video on Transworld or on uh, Vital, wherever it was, however they talked about he wasn't revving his yeah. bike and old habits die hard as he was revving the piss out of that thing in the main event. Yeah. It's like a nervous twitch. It's not anything necessarily bad. I think the mechanics hate it, but uh, it, it's just a nervous twitch and he did it. He definitely came back to his old ways. But hey, the guy was going fast, so to each yeah, his own. He was doing awesome. Yep. Yep. All right, man. Hey, thanks for the call. Thanks for calling in. Uh, next caller, MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. You're on the air. Who's this? This is uh, Shaner708. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Good, all right. I was just wondering who you guys thought would fill in for Matt Moss on the factory Suzuki. Kenny Watson, do you have an idea for that? Uh, I don't think they're going to fill that spot. I well, Stroop's yeah, there. They let Stroop do yeah. a, f- a couple of races. Uh, you know, I, I just don't think that uh, Suzuki wants to uh, let their equipment out. And if I would think if you were going to let anyone ride it, you'd put Tommy Hahn on it. Uh, you know, he rides for the other Yeah, that's not going to happen. We've been down that road. With, I, I'm just, yeah. I, yeah. Paul, I'm answering I you guys' question. I actually heard uh, <laughs> Morris at Daytona. For the East Round. No, no. You, you're, you've been reading the message boards, buddy. That I mean, I, I, I doubt it, man. I, I really, really I, doubt it. No, I heard it from somebody. I think it'll happen. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you, know you're, you got better inside than me, man. <laughs> yeah, what, do you, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm 20. I'm in school. <laughs> oh, really? That's cool. All right, well, I worked in the motorcycle industry for 15 years. I think I know. Thanks for the call. Hey, I hope I hope more shows up with Daytona Watson. So do I call back if he does? I'll pay you five hundred bucks. There we go. You, you heard it. You heard it on the air. All right, I'll, Watson. I just want to tell you, I like listening to you on the shows. You're hilarious. All right, buddy. And, oh, don't tell him that. And he's gonna owe you five hundred bucks. I'll pay you five hundred, bud. Kenny at h h t a t is my email. If I lose, I pay. I'm not a welcher. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, thank, right, thanks hey. for calling in. MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Uh, turn your computer down and, and you're live on the air. Who's this? This has been. Has been's back. Oh, guy. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a question for Big Boy Watson. Hey, easy guy. I've been on a diet. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about your belly foot, dude. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> hey, okay. Uh, let's get to the blue flag racing. What's there? Chisholm passed, Chisholm passed Bonnie with three laps to go under the blue flag. Wait, so who, who's this? Chisholm passed Bonnie. Uh, Chisholm passed Bonnie. Yeah, he did. He did. He did pass right? him. Yeah. Yeah, because Bonnie swept wide. I'm looking. I'm watching it right now. Bonnie swept wide. Obeyed the blue flag. Chisholm stayed in the line. Passed him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from from the TV. Listen, I'm in Jersey. I watch on TV. There's no place to go. But you know that's and then they did just fucking ripping him a new one on TV. And you know and and yeah, well, this you what know, happened. You, this laughed a few times. Bonnie might have been laughed more times than anybody, but. Uh, but Mathis, and uh, sometimes you just can't get out of the way. You know? Well, you know what the deal is with Bonnie? Bonnie went into the season with a, with a bad knee. He tore his ACL a week before the season started. He tried to ride through it. He's been having some issues. He went down. He tipped over. He jacked his knee up a little bit, and he was in survival mode. But if you really want to get after it, go look at the lap times. Um, his laps, his last three laps are his, his fastest lap. So that's all I can ask for. There you go. I appreciate it. I'm not riding on Bonnie. I'm just, you know, the whole, the whole blue flag thing is just getting out of hand. Right. Hey, hey, no hey, to go. And, and has, has been. You know, <laughs> 
has been. What, what are they going to do? Penalize guys? I mean, it's racist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks, thanks for calling. Hey, Hasman, real quick, if you're going to keep calling in, no more f bombs, buddy. It's PG thirteen. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Uh, you know, uh, so. cool. I know, Hasman, we know, it's all good. We know you get excited over over Chisholm and Bonnie, but thanks, man. Hey, don't feel bad. Some dude just called me a douchebag on the message. MotoWorldRacing.com Moto Show. You're on the air. Who's this? This is Shelly in Simi Valley. Hey, Shelly, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What's your question? Who's the most famous lapper of all time? Uh, I I'm going to say so. I'm not going to say it, actually. Go Never ahead, mind. No, no, I'm not going to say it. Say it. Because he's my boy. I like it's him. A question, so it's a question for Kenny Watson. All right. Well, it was one of his guys, so go ahead, Kenny. Who's one of my guys? Kyle Lewis, dude. Come on. Kyle was bad. He, he'll he admit it probably. And I, 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 no, Kyle's no, my no. buddy. Kyle, Kyle was bad, but Ryan Clark is way worse. I've I got to put Voss in there, too. Voss, Clark. And I know what you're yeah, talking Voss about, Shelly from yeah. Simi Valley. I think she might be talking about uh, – the, the the championship that was lost by uh, Casey Lytle um, and uh, my boy Billy Payne um, was getting lapped and they made a big uh, deal out of it which was yeah, complete yeah. bullshit yeah, yeah. but we know Billy Boy very well so he, he he ain't smart enough to get in the way there we go hey thanks for calling in appreciate it Shelly from uh, uh-huh. where Simi Valley where somehow Billy Payne lives uh, <laughs> whoa. whoa what happened MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show you're on the air who's this this is KJ from Seattle. KJ, what's going on, man? How are you? What's going on, man? All I want to say is a uh, big fan, but you guys got to start blocking uh, Hasman, dude. I'll take my answer on the air. <laughs> well, uh, I enjoy the regular calls from Hasman. Uh, he does seem to drop an F-bomb now two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, but, I dig uh, his accent. Uh, Watson likes his accent. Uh, and we lost uh, We lost KJ. I think he just wanted to make a statement more yeah. than a question. But Maybe. thanks for that, KJ. I mean, uh, yeah, different... different uh, Different strokes for different folks, I guess. You see this getting through that little old blue bonnet of yours? There we go. And uh, let's go with that into the X-Brown Goggle tear-off segment. All right. This is where uh, xbrandgoggles.com, result of 25 years of goggle technology. Check them out at thexbrand.com. And, uh, and this is basically a rapid-fire 15-second uh, segment going where uh, uh, people can answer their questions. And what we're going to do is go with uh, 15 seconds on the clock here. I'm going to ask... Watson and uh, Lindsay, my questions because I want to hear both of them. So uh, right now, uh, Paul Lindsay, highest finish for Canard on a 450. What do you think, like uh, potential wise, or or just what's the best he can do in a 450 class? I would be very very shocked if Trey Canard did not log a top five finish before the East Coast is over. Folks, do not look at his results this weekend. Trust me, the guy was hauling the mail, got a bad start in the heat, went down in the main, bad finish, bad start. Bat all the way around. Trey Canard will be in the top five. And you did that right at 15 seconds, too. I don't mess around, dude. Well, normally you do, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, my question. Uh, how many people, since we argued about it earlier, how many people do you think were in Indy? Uh, you never chimed in. I'm definitely with you. For okay. sure, a lot. Uh, almost sold out. So, if you say 60. I Googled it. 63. Yep, then yep. Uh, I got to go probably 55 for sure. 55, you're yeah, calling it. See, I'd say it was 60, but okay. Uh, well, yeah, close yeah. enough. A, right. a real yep, yep. good sellout, a real good attendance uh, for the race. He says 55. I'm going with 60. but Yeah, I mean, it's hard to yeah. say. Uh, yeah. at five grand. At but five then again, at, uh, at San Diego, you thought there was like 25,000 people there. Watson, how many people were at San Diego? <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, uh, I, I, I can, I'll, I'll bet anybody, anywhere, anytime, money that there was minimum forty thousand in San Diego. All right, my next question for Watson. Uh, you paying attention here, Kenny? Yeah. For Watson. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's go with uh, Christoph Porcel. 
in the East series. Uh, does he go undefeated? You have 15 seconds to answer. This will be really short. Yes, he will. He goes undefeated. Oh, he goes undefeated. Wow, wow. Wow, okay, all right. Well, Even, even with the carnage in the lights class, he's yeah. calling it out. Yeah, he's calling it out. All right, all right. next question. Uh, can Dean Wilson find his way to the podium? After a, a, a mediocre start, but looked good. I see what you were seeing in him. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think Dean can hit the podium. I don't know if he can win with Porcel and Barsha and Stroop, but, uh, yeah, definitely I, I'm going to say that he's got a few, few podiums in his future. There's no doubt about that. And uh, my last question for Paul Lindsay is, can Kevin Windham win a race this season? Gosh, I, I thought this one was his to lose. I texted a buddy right before the gate dropped in the main, and I thought he was going to win. And uh, I, I think so. I think the answer is yes, even though I think he lost his spirit a little bit at Indy. Which race do you think he'll win? Uh, maybe Daytona. How about that? Daytona. Yeah. Maybe. I'm maybe Houston. Vegas. I'm calling Vegas. He's uh, won that race. Good one. There you go. Houston, Houston or Vegas. Of, yeah. of, Houston, good call. Yeah, yeah, he does yeah. very well. Hometown race. And yep. that is the X-Bound Goggles tear-off segment of the week. X-Bound Goggles. Check them out oh, on we the got web. One more. We got one more. Oh, we got one more? Yeah, we only did five. Oops, I'm sorry. My That's bad. All right. Okay. All right. The, the last question for you. Are you ready on the clock I over am. there? I am. the tear-offs? Uh, who surprised you, Steve Mathis, the most in the lights class this weekend? Yeah, I mean, it's almost unfair to say Ryan Sipes did, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, we've he been was, talking he, about him a lot. He was yeah. incredible. There's no way that you and I would have picked Ryan Sipes to finish anywhere near the podium with that stacked East class. Uh, so the obvious answer, but uh, one that I think you can't ignore is you Ryan Sipes. You way past 15 seconds. Yeah, too. I know. I know. <laughs> so that's the X-Brown Goggle tear-off segment and uh, brought to you by X-Brown Goggles, 25 years of goggle experience. Check them out on thexbrand.com. Uh, question now we have is the moto boards question of the week yeah. we usually do a what's eating steve but you know let's skip it this week because we're running a little later we're running a little late i got i don't have got much kenny in here jacking i did up. an observations call on the day for trans world motocross and uh i don't have much that was uh that was eating me i was trying to think of something uh you know we've gone over the jason lawrence ryan dungy thing yeah um yeah. that was eating me a little bit the amas touched on all the blue flag stuff yeah and, the amas yeah. decision to quickly come down on j-law bum me out a little bit well not just j-law dungy, yeah, dungy too. I, mean, I personally thought that was a little harsh on they're both just, of them yeah. they're just looking for yeah. they're being over reactive to something but is it's not it doesn't really eat me that much it's not that big of a deal yeah. you know but uh it is what it is yeah it's gonna be an interesting thing but 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 paul uh, likes to pull a question from the motor boards yeah this and, is uh, the longest segment in the history of radio it's the brian junkie special the que view from the fence view from behind the keyboard vital mx motor news motor talk question of the week <laughs> and we actually have two of them to fill in, I guess, because you brought this one up earlier. We'll talk first about the Alessi pit buyer bike removal situation. And a lot of people are asking, can this be done? Did, was it done? We don't know specifics. I haven't talked to Mike. Actually, you talked to Mike a little bit, and he didn't bring it up. But uh, yeah. to, an to answer the question, certainly it can be done, folks. I think personally I wasn't there. I know Mike and his dad can be a handful, but they're very serious about what they do, and they know what they want. And I, I think, uh, depending on what happened, I think Pitt or, or that team might have overreacted just a tad by pulling the bike from him. Uh, they should work together and know that he's just trying to be the best he can be. And if he comes across in a demeaning-type way about the bike or the mechanic, everybody knows the mechanics work long, hard hours. We all they, know it. They do. Yeah, and, and they're the most underappreciated guys in the sport. But to, to pull a bike from a guy just because he says something derogatory about the mechanics is a little childish, in my opinion. However... The team does reserve that right. For those of you wondering, yeah. contractually, they can bench a guy whenever they want to for pretty much whatever they want Watson, to. Watson, do you ever come close in all your years of managing to either benching a rider or telling him to stay home? Or, I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, 
<clears throat> when Brian Deegan wrote for me at the second year of the Moto Triple X team, yeah. uh, we were uh, in uh, Mount Morris and his bike blew up. Yeah. Um, and he was in the rhythm section in the front and his bike blew up and he took off his helmet and just threw it into the crowd, but everyone was looking down the hill. So I got all, all over his butt about it, and I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Did it Anyways, hit somebody? Or it could no, have? it could it, have, yeah, but yeah. the next moto, and this is something that I never let out of the bag, and I will, we did a fire drill. The bike sucked to read, but at the time, I, we all thought the bike blew up, so we were doing a fire drill, getting ready to pull the motor. So I went over there and just started draining the antifreeze. Well, they found out the reed was gone, but I forgot to put anti like draining the antifreeze. Yeah. They went back out. Sean Yulikowski was his mechanic. The bike sees like three laps in. No water. Yeah. No water in it. So he did that little double behind the starting gate, and he was at the bottom of his bike, so we're pushing it up the hill, and some guy leans over the fence and hands, him, hands Deegan a beer, and he opens the beer and he pounds it. So some of our sponsors called. So Kurt Haller at the time told me that I had to find Deegan. Deegan. He had to write a letter, and he had to sit out one race. He called me and told me to F off and that he quit. Oh, yeah. So that was the last time I tried to bench someone. I lost my star guy. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Lindsay, did you ever come close to it? I thought oh, we yeah. yeah. Plenty yeah. of times. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've got a similar story to Kenny's, but I won't get into it, and I won't necessarily name names. But Paul's sure. not going to get into it and not name names. No, no, I'm not going <laughs> to name names. Well, I did. I mean, I had a similar situation with Kyle Partridge. I'll just say that. Yeah. It wasn't a beer drinking incident or yeah, anything yeah. like that, but it was something <laughs> where a sponsor, uh, the highest paying sponsor on the team, was noticeably upset with something that, that Kyle did that, that even Kyle admit that he regret regretted at the time and uh we moved on but certainly i mean if you sometimes you have to i mean sometimes you have to be hard on these kids and uh, we all want the same thing we all want to win and if yeah. those guys aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing you have to dot them i guess so do it happens do you have another question uh yeah we'll move on to the second question of the week which actually this one i wrote down i didn't write down who uh who put that alessi one on the vital board but thank you for that but ozzy over on vital mx Dave posted. Osterman? Uh, uh, no, it wasn't. Oh. O it wasn't uh, Osterman. It was uh, Ozzy with one Z. So it wasn't Dave Osterman, right. to my knowledge, unless he changed it up on Vital. Uh, and, and not to mention, uh, I think Dave would know this, the answer to this. So I, I doubt it was Dave. Dave, if it was you, sorry, buddy. Uh, but Ozzy over on Vital MX uh, wrote, "Do any insiders know if Stuart Reed or Short will be back for Supercross?" And we've talked about this a little bit. Um, Reed, obviously, yeah, we're looking at Daytona for Reed. Uh, just to let you know. And then Stewart is claiming he's coming back. Toronto. With, yeah, with a navicular. I'll believe it when I see it, but that guy's a bad dude. So, uh, unfortunately, Andrew Short has the ankle version of the navicular in the talus, which I mentioned that I fractured, and I will <laughs> not believe it when I see it. There's no way he comes back for Supercross. Yeah, so, why would he, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's not, not only is that a gnarly injury, there's no reason to. He'll get ready for outdoors. In my opinion, he'll be lucky to make the outdoor opener. So, I think uh, Stewart's case is a little bit different because is not racing outdoors, so he has to try to come back for yeah. Supercross to salvage something. He's got a contract. To, I mean, not that James Stewart's going to have a trouble finding a ride, but his sure. contract is up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Know? exactly. And, uh, I know I where he can ride. Hart Huntington? Hart Huntington, baby. Yeah, we'll uh, ruin his career, too. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I talked to Kennard today. He's only going through Dallas for Jacksonville. On the 450. Yeah, that's Andrew's it. Bike. So so they're... Thank God. They might have to have somebody for the rest of the races if they are going to pull Kennard that early. Don't you think? I mean, it, Honda would need to put another guy on that bike. Yeah, and that's going to be interesting. Yeah, we, right. you know, we were wrong when we a few weeks ago said that they weren't going to put anybody on well, that Watson bike. Watson told me uh, Will Hahn. I would. I said I would like to see Will Hahn. I, I told. We talked about this though. How the, just like with Tommy Hahn and Morris and Will Hahn, they can't 
it's a little bit different, I guess. They can pull him over to the East Coast, and he yeah, can fill in like Trey's doing. Han's not rice racing. So. Right. That's yeah. a little bit different story. But everybody, everybody's quick to say, grab this guy, grab that guy. Tommy Hahn cannot be taken away from Canada. And, and no, that no, team. I'm talking yeah. Will Hahn. No, I know. No, but, but earlier, earlier, earlier you oh, said yeah. Tommy Hahn. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, Correct. And you but, should know that. But, yeah. yes, I do know that, Paul. Yeah. But what I do know is that he could ride that bike with I, the candidate gear on. I had, well, I had a conversation it. with Kehoe about putting Blos on that 450. What do you think, Kenny? Heck no. <laughs> See, this why, is what I'm talking why about. You, why would you go have a conversation with Kehoe about trying to get my guy off the bike? This you think is, I'm going to th- let him out of the contract? This is what I'm talking about. Why would you? Exactly. You would. Because Honda doesn't sponsor our team. Well, this is if, what I'm... If Honda sponsored our team and no, gave us parts... it's different. When, it's when, not when, different. When Tortelli went down and, and Roger wanted Andrew... I, we could have just as soon drove our semi off the cliff. I wanted Andrew. He could have rolled. He could have just as easily rolled Tortelli's bike under our tent, like Steve said, and let him ride it, like you were talking about earlier. With uh, dude, he could. If if you could have done that, you could have let him wear all your gear and went out. And it he won't happen rub, though. He could it won't rub. happen. Why they, not? They, they want him under their tent or not at all. He does get the money. I mean, yeah. he could team. be under the tent. That bike could be under the tent, and he could walk over there and hop on it and walk back. He could sign autographs under your tent. What about the the oil, the tires? The tires this year is different, but it doesn't make so a difference. So you're but. telling me, no, I'm not buying that. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Would you? What would you? If if you were sponsored by Honda and they came to you and said we want to give Blos or Bonnie shorts bike what what would your reaction? But be? it's got to have Red Bull graphics on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's got to sh- jump on Andrew Shorts bike. I would say show me the money. Okay, if if there gonna, you go, and they're not going me, to. Yeah, yeah, I don't. If they're no. going to give me parts, and I mean, Alan Brown's going through this whole I, deal. What exactly, we're about. exactly, and and they're not giving him anything or right. very little. No, anything. but what I'm saying is, for those guys like Wilhan, for instance, he's sponsored by Red Bull, and he's sponsored. Yeah, that that one okay. makes sense. Okay, yep. that's what I'm trying to. And get at. he's not racing. That's a good call. He's not racing at the moment. But you that's, said yep. Tommy Hunt earlier. That's why we're just saying that. Yeah. Sorry. About filling, Tommy, yeah. about filling mosses. Well, you guys got what? me all fired up. Lindsay just twists my ear, man. That guy pisses me off. <laughs> Paul's podium. Uh, shit. All right. Come well, on. hey, we're, we're done with uh, we're done with the motorboard questions of the week. Yep. Uh, I want to do one more segment here. The one that we uh, we did with Watson last time. Ask him a question. I am just pulling random names out of a hat, and you have to tell us a story about them. Are you ready for that? Let's hear it. All right. First name that I thought about was uh, I want your immediate reaction, your first thought. To, to this guy, and that's Steve Lampson. What do you what do you remember about Lampson? Lammy, uh, true champion, awesome guy. No, no, no. You can't you can't just. I want a story that involves you and Steve Lampson with each of these guys. He, he was on the plane when we were playing poker that time. <laughs> yeah, he's a poker he guy. Donated. He? Yeah, Lam- yeah, Lampson. That that is true. But there's there's I have a lot better stories than just playing poker with Steve. Uh, you know, he, his his uh, his dad used to build. Uh, cylinders back in the day. His yeah. dad like lamp supporting. Was, lamp supporting yeah. was awesome for Suzuki guys. And uh, I worked for Ray Crum at the time. And uh, Ray Crum's mom was a freaking handful. She would yell at me and scream at me. So every time Lammy would see me, he would go, "How's Wheezy? How's Wheezy?" And one time I was on a bad one, and he came up. And I was on me, a bad one. Oh, because I had this old hag just giving me crap, telling me I blew her son's career, and he should have got the ride over Rhino at PC, and I blew the bike up at World at Loretta's, and Steve came to me and, and started giving me crap about it, and I pretty much blew up, and I like <laughs> threw really? something at him. Oh, yeah. I think I threw like a, a freaking water bottle at him when he was walking away and hit him in the back, <laughs> and he looked at me all pissed, and I was like calling him out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, uh, another, another, another uh, guy, another industry guy. I'm going to go with this. Uh, Beaker. Give me your best Beaker story. Chris Onslaught. How about when he whiskey throttled and broke both his ankles? You know, Beak is a 
that guy has been around a, a, a bit. And I first met him when he was working at Thor, and Ivan um, was riding at Yamaha Troy. And, you know, Hot Sauce and I are pretty good friends. And um, I always used to wonder, like, that guy would walk around. He had broke, broke, both of his heels broken at the time. Yeah. And yeah. every time I seen the dude, he was limping. And I would go, I didn't know that guy. And I'm like, first I thought he had, like, a little gangster walk. <laughs> Walks around like Gosler, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. dude, why is this guy thinking he's so hard? <laughs> and everyone's telling me, oh, no, 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 that's just the way he broke. I'm like, bullshit, bullshit. So I remember we were at Binghamton, and it was like it was kind of a mud race, and the dude was walking around in one of those soft casts like with a shoe, yeah. and the thing got stuck in the mud, and he was stuck. <laughs> and I walked by, and he was like trying to like put his hand out, and I just looked at him and said, you're an idiot. <laughs> you just kept by. walking? Kept walking. Nice. I didn't know the guy. <laughs> All right. But he's one of my boys now. Uh, you, you, give me your best uh, story about uh, that you can share on a PG radio show about brian swink you know me and brian (laughs) the swingster we've had a lot a lot a lot of good times and uh you know we everyone used to like everyone's going to the florida swing now yeah and uh swing's house used to be the headquarters i mean paggio numac glass treadwell larry ward i mean it was always go down but one in one time we were in florida and we left and we went to uh, guy cooper's house yeah and Guy Cooper had a brand new water truck, and he was riding for Yamaha or Honda Troy at the time. Swink was, yeah. Swink was, yep. and we were there testing. And Mike Brown, re- me and Mike Brown, really never got along. Um, <laughs> we get along now, yeah. But back then, he the guy hated me. Yeah. And uh, could have been were, the purple they hair. Playing, they were could've playing been. Excite Bike or something in the semi. Yeah. And I walked by and I kicked the cord by accident and ripped it out of his hand when in the middle of his game. <laughs> and Swink convinced him that I did it on purpose. <laughs> and Mike Brown and me were like almost in a fist fight over it. So Cooper comes out and he gets all pissed off and he goes, "Stop, stop!" You know, hey, you know. So Brown's all, "F you! You know, you're an idiot. Get out of here!" So we're playing paintball and Guy Cooper says, "Hey," he tells me, "That's my brand new water truck. Don't shoot it." <laughs> So as soon as we, everyone takes off, I look over and Swink's on my team. He has the same color of paint, yeah. and he's blasting the truck. <laughs> and Swink goes tell Cooper that I shot his truck. <laughs> so guy, guy Cooper hates me. Yeah, you were. Yeah, that's right. You were banned from the place. I thought I was banned. Yeah. No, from Stillwater, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> because from the Cooper land, yeah, from, from from the town. I came. I mean, the cops literally, because we were in a hotel and we had a little party, and the cops came, and there were some girls there, and they were underage, and they were drinking, and I didn't drink at the time, I wasn't partying, but you know, all my guys that were with me got a yeah. little out of hand, and the right. cops came, and they said, "Hey, you got to get out of the town, like like like, town, like in Rambo, like in First Blood, where they're like, we don't want you in this <laughs> exactly. town." Exactly, but okay. it was a good time. I've never been back. Bartram was on a 60 then, I think. All he right. had his teeth. <laughs> uh, one more guy, one more story. Uh, J-Bone, uh, Jeremy Albrecht. Again, a story that you can share with the uh, with the yeah, that's, yeah, that's, J-Bone's that's, a family man now. He's 10. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> you know, J-Bone, I go back with J-Bone way back. And he, his brother Joel used to race. You know, yeah. his brother Joel yeah. was a really, really, Pretty really fast, right? good, yeah, up and yeah. coming intermediate. Still a test rider, still goes real yeah. fast. And he was he was up there, and uh, he had a really bad accident in Mammoth, and got new, you know he had a co- he was in a coma, and he had a concussion and stuff. And uh, so J Bone, you know, rode too, and at the end of J Bone's deal, he started working on bikes. And J Bone worked for NCY at the time. I think he worked for like Pedro Gonzalez or something. Yeah. And uh, he got this job at Cowie. So all of a sudden, I thought that he thought he was above us all. Yeah. You know, it was like me, Dean Baker, I mean, Dean Gibson, just a bunch of us. And he used to throw, like, Rockstar at me. So one night, he, we went out, and he got drunk, and he started, like, 
to ridicule me and down talk me. And I didn't understand why. And then finally, I just had to tell him in front of all the Cowie guys, dude, you sucked someone's <laughs> microphone to get where you're at. Yeah. You were Emic's partying friend, and he needed a mechanic, and you were in the right place at the right time. That's uh-huh. the only reason. You can't tell me why, do, why did I go the route I went. Yeah. You know, and we were just talking about this this weekend. You know, but J-Bone is a very, very unique guy. He does an awesome job, and a lot of people don't really understand him, yeah. but I do, and he's a good dude. He is a good dude, for sure. And uh, and should we, should we call that Kenny's Corner? Are you okay with that? Kenny's Corner. Is that okay? Sure, as long as uh, – Kenny's yeah. Kaleidoscope. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's a good Kenny's one. Kenny's Kaleidoscope. Because <laughs> it's like a kaleidoscope of people, right. you know? That's right. So, yeah, that's hey, fine. I, I want to change it up on a serious note here, guys. I'm a little bit kind of freaking out because somebody just posted on the chat room that – potentially and i don't know if this is true or they're jacking around i don't think they're jacking around with something like this but somebody said that kevin johnson who's a good friend of mine might have broke his neck today out of heath voss's track i'd like to know more about that somebody uh wow. email us or post something uh yeah. let me know you've got me freaking out right now text me or something so why did uh, they was what would he be doing out there isn't he running the arena cross centers? he is but uh, i think yeah. they raced in uh, san antonio, san antonio. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah yeah and he you know kevin lives in houston now so that's a bad wow. deal if that's true Let's so hope that's uh, not true yeah yeah so and with that, I think uh, we're about out of time. So I yeah. uh, w- want to apologize again for all the technical difficulties. Apparently, we went down midway through the show there again. So uh, the archive version of this, if you guys want to listen in, will be cleaned up as usual. Uh, we continue to have problems with the Internet here in Vegas for some reason. Uh, all of our redundant systems, the computer, the, the phone system, the uh, our bandwidth guy, Greg, everything is, everything is working, but we just keep, continue to have problems with the Internet. So I know everybody, that's like the big joke on the chat room, it's an Internet problem, but it, it really is. So uh, we're working on it, guys. We're doing our best. We want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks again. We've got Atlanta coming up this weekend where there will be at least 24,000 people in the stands. And uh, <laughs> and uh, want to thank MotorWorldRacing.com as usual. Go check it out, MotorWorldRacing.com. Enter the promo code MOTOSHOW and get a special discount at the end. Want to thank X-Brand Goggles, uh, Rockwell. Go to RockwellTime.com and see who's rocking a Rockwell. And then, of course, the Motocross Donations coming it's September 26th to Lakewood. The world is coming. Uh, Steve, you got anything else? I just want to thank Watson for uh, coming in. Absolutely. Coming show. Yeah, no Thanks, worries. man. I just want to give a shout-out to Go Ride 2. Keep, keep staying on the chat board and keep ridiculing me because you know what? You're adding fuel to my fire, my friend. I love you. <laughs> All right. And with that, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week, hopefully, if not uh, for sure the week after that. Thanks again for listening to the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.